awesome, mate. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, Bunk? I love the smell of night pump in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I feel the need. The need for speed. I wish I knew how to quit you. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do! You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Happy Thursday, moviegoers. Welcome all film fans. Welcome to a new bonus series of the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I am your host, Juan, and I'm joined by the crew, the cast. Edward, what's up, folks? And also join debut Ernie, uh, Erod, Rod. How are you doing, man? What a good, what a what a Thursday. Um, for those of man, you that don't know, the real here, you know, the rod, it's the, the real show. Uh, there that's you go. You're, that's not what you're thinking. I know, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, it's 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 awesome to sit here and talk to you guys. Uh, I honestly wasn't complete, you know, I wasn't thinking about doing another bonus series. A twenty four month completely uh, threw me up, spit me out, chewed me up, and just had its way with me. But uh, it's a new, fresh face, new, fresh content, brand new stuff to talk about. Um, something different. It's really something oh, yeah. different. You know, this is the first time in its four-year history that we've ever talked about anything anime. Um, yep. So, oh, man. That's... Yeah. Took too long. We took too long. Honestly, it's a good one to start off on, too. It, it really is. Uh, I, I've got to say, like, this one impressed me. So yeah. I know, right? It's, yeah. We're fixing to jump into it. So if you guys have not joined us for a bonus episode, it's real simple. They're they're nice. They're fun conversations. Um, no ads, segment free, sponsor free. Um, so it's, you know, just like a one night stand, you get in, you get out, you leave $5 on the corner of the bed and then you, uh, you have your way with you, the conversations, but you paid? before, before, uh, I let these two gentlemen have their way with this conversation about Tokyo Avengers, you can hit us up on the Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the cinnamon movie podcast. Mm-hmm. The Instagram is all one word cinnamon movie podcast. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter at cinnamon four zero five. But the easiest and fastest way to get a hold of us is email. Hit us up on the email. We share oh, yeah. an email bag segment every single Monday. C I N E M E N nine two one at gmail dot com. Uh, we have giveaways, girthy giveaways, digital copy giveaways. So so check us out on any one of these uh, social media sites, and you guys uh, can get ready to get into the conversation. Uh, before before I just turn it over though, Ernie, we have known each other. Same thing with Ed. We have known each other for a long, long time. So this is more of yeah. like an introduction episode. There's no way yeah. really. There's no. There's really no way we can talk about a complete yes. entire season of TV or anime in a 45 minute episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't go through a single. Ep- you know, every single episode. Right. So so let's just introduce you to the listeners, the viewers. Um, you know, this episode is live on Imasawa Productions YouTube channel right now, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Um, but for our, you know, our heavy listeners is through downloading Spotify, mm-hmm. Anchor, Podbean, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. Um, so for everybody out there listening, this episode is going to drop audio-wise Friday night, Saturday morning this weekend, Labor Day weekend. So Ernie, kind of just introduce yourself and, you know, you have talked to me 
you know in the past about wanting to get on but yeah. what is it what is it about anime it. yeah what is it about anime that you just uh you know you kind of seem a little passionate about and you know <sighs> man so it's uh and i'm pretty sure ej's gonna he's gonna be like yeah of course <laughs> already you know it's, oh yeah it's very very inspiring um it's how do i say this it's not like a um your traditional sitcom you know what you kind of it's about everyday life the, the anime they kind of um, they not only are they very inspirational but they hit at home yeah they hit at home with several topics um so, i mean you have so much building, fantasy. character building you know the character building I mean, don't wrong. You've got a drag. You've got an anime like Dragon Ball that's been around since what '83. You've mm-hmm. got Naruto that came in hardcore and strong back in what early '02 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, early '02, '03. Yeah. Like one of my favorites when I was a kid is uh, Yu Yu Hakusho back in the early in mid '90s for that matter. Man, love that one still by this time. Uh, you also have, I mean, you've got Gundam way back in the day. You know, oh, you, I mean, oh yeah. All you can forget about Gundam. All kinds of stuff. There's like 16 of them. They're like the Power Rangers now. <laughs> yeah. There's like yeah. 16 different ones. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with this one, man, uh, Tokyo Revengers. This thing, this is a ride. It's a ride for sure. Literally. It, it's it's very, it's, man, it's, how do I say it? For not being like a uh, action-packed DBZ, Naruto, a uh attack on titan you know yeah the new stuff you know it, it's got nothing like fantasy no power-ups no really straight up hands like that's, that's what it, it. is that's <laughs> like, what it is and you would you think know. you would think really like oh you if you briefly tell somebody about what tokyo revengers is about it's gonna be like eh, they're not gonna be they're not gonna seem too interested like there's no power ups, there's no powers, there's no there, like this doesn't guy doesn't have the finger, you know, he doesn't no, have no spirit gun, no, nothing, you know. So yeah, it is, you know, there's no ninjutsu with you know, you know all that nothing. good stuff, nothing. It's, it's just all straight just up hands. Yeah, straight up hands. Um, <laughs> the only you know the only thing that sci-fi it's got going on about it is uh, the time traveling. Yep. Yeah, the and that's traveling. the big difference of it all. It literally just has that one thing that's kind of different than really any other uh, other anime out there. And I mean, mm-hmm. well, that and the other reason that you know he he cries a ton. Oh yes, a ton. Yeah, <laughs> like he's it's... called the like the crybaby uh, song is the intro, literally. Yeah, you know? <laughs> which is weird. And it was it's kind of cool. tough. It's kind of yeah. tough to get used to in the beginning because it's something you're not used to. It's something yeah. you're not really used to watching. You know, the main character doesn't get his ass kicked as much as as this as this anime. <laughs> Any other anime, you know, they're they're kicking ass. You're rooting. Oh, yeah. You're in it's it. It's either one or the other. It, right. It's no in between. You're either the dominant, or you're like trying to work up, and it's so hardcore to work up. It's one of the two, and he kind of is the the work up kind of person, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. because like seems like a wimp, you know. I mean, first episode you come out and dude's almost getting ran over by a freaking train, you yeah, know. And yeah, he's yeah. like, "Well, uh, I, I died." 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for those of you who don't know well, that main character is uh, Takamichi Hanagaki. Takamichi Hanagaki. And uh, so with the plot summary, it says Takamichi Hanagaki's life is at an all-time low. Just when he thought it couldn't get any worse, he finds out that Hinata Tachibana, his ex-girlfriend, was just murdered by the Tokyo Manji Gang, a group of vicious criminals that has been disturbing society's peace for quite some time. Wondering where it all went wrong, Takamichi suddenly finds himself traveling through time, ending up 12 years in the past. When he was still in a relationship with Hinata, realizing he has a chance to save her, Takamichi resolves to infiltrating the Tokyo Manji Gang and climb the ranks in order to rewrite the future and save Hinata from her tragic fate. <coughs> so I mean, so the writer uh, Ken Wakui or Wakui, Wakui. Not mis- I was about to say I might be saying that wrong. <laughs> um, you've got that. You've got the opening thing, "Cry Baby" by uh, Hige Dandism. The ending theme is, and I could be murdering this till the day I die. "Koko di Iki Woshite" by Isle. Eel, mm-hmm. uh, episodes two through twelve. Uh, Tokyo Wonder is uh, by Nekimushi. Uh, episodes thirteen through twenty-three. Those are the ending titles and the opening themes. And uh, so, I mean, you know, running off of the main, say six, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Takamichi Hanagaki, Hinata Tachibana, right. Naoto Tachibana, which then, is a brother. Yes. Uh, you've got Ken Ryuguki. Ryuji. Yes, Ryuguki. And then Keisuke Bati, you know. Um, so, okay, I never really heard of this, man. No. Uh, I, I didn't know what it was when Juan came up and was like, hey, watch this. And I'm just like, okay, You're where do I blown get it? Away. It's like HBO Max. So I was like, all right, yeah, no, for sure on that, dude. I think I smashed like 10 episodes within two days, legitly. And, <laughs> it, and, but it was because you couldn't stop. It was not necessarily because... It was the storyline, man. This story is amazing. It's it's I just know. like an Attack on Titan kind of thing. Right. But without all the gore and blood and violence. Well, it's got some gore and blood, but without all that... <laughs> With Gordon all Lyons. right, right. With all the action-packed stuff, you know. So, where did you find this, or where did you? When did you so, first started like watching it? So you know, I'm gonna go back to like a uh, couple years ago. Okay, I'm a huge Naruto fan. Yeah. I was stuck on Naruto, just watching rerun after rerun, and I started branching off. You know. One um one anime at a time, which yeah. uh, from Naruto I went to, of course, Attack on Titan. You can't can't miss that. Um, yeah. Then you have uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that's another big one that's out there. And then you got others like uh, Black Clover. Yeah. And then others like uh, Castlevania. That's another one. And that's a that, huge one right now. That's a that's a good one. Um, yeah. and then I got to the point where. I was streaming, browsing uh, HBO Max, and I saw, you know, Tokyo Revengers. And I kind of, you see the cover, it's a bunch of bunch of dudes just standing up. You yeah. Know? <laughs> kinda, it yeah. almost looks like a boy band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I a, thought the same thing. They all, have, they all have uniform. So I, you know, obviously I kind of, you kind of read the, the header to episode one, and it's, you know, 
Ta- Takamichi Hanagaki going back in time to save his girl. Whatever, yeah. let, let's let's give it a shot. And um, after watching episode one and watching episode two, I'm not gonna lie, I came very close um, to dropping it because yep. I wasn't used to seeing uh, somebody get their ass kicked <laughs> like bad in the future like, and the past. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> he's just. He he's your main character. He's he's the guy of the, of this of the anime, and he's just being drug rammed and dragged through the mud. You Dude, know, seriously. And honestly. the crying. You said you touched on it earlier. The crying, the crying. He did cry a lot. That was Come the weirdest lot. part. Yeah, yeah. Because literally, like, I mean, first episode, he's crying when he gets back because he's like, she's she's alive, and then when he actually gets to see her, he's crying. And I mean, like all, it's like five or six times in the first episode. Oh yeah, his crying is kind of like Naruto's "believe it," you know, kind of thing. Yeah, it was just like, why? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, after the second episode, I said, "Hell, I'm gonna stick with it." You know, this is different. Um, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a point, like there always is, you know. And if I've told myself the fourth episode comes around and I'm not into it, and I'm not into it, you know. Simple, but easy, but that's when um you get used to him getting his ass kicked. He's crying. Yep. Oh well, it doesn't really bother you as much by then. Um, and you start realizing that the Tokyo Manji gang is in reality in in our real life. It's like the yakuza. Yeah, it's what it is. It's pretty much a, like a semi story reflecting of the yakuza, yep. which is also in Japan. You know, and so, man. After that third episode, it kind of just the ending of each episode ended with like a uh, hook, line, and sinker, and you know yep. you're hooked. Yep, yep. <laughs> Honestly, because literally, I was searching up a little bit and basically found out that he was in a gang back in like the early two thousands, and uh, so kind of funny. Like I like to do a little bit of digging, you know. I mean, like Akira Toriyama. You know, mm-hmm. the, why did he start, you know, Dragon Ball? You know, mm-hmm. you go back to the son, uh, Waguko over the, uh, over that story for that matter, you know, Journey to the West. Right. Uh, here, apparently it's a, an exaggeration, but a little bit of influence by his actual life when he was, oh, I wow. guess, See, in, a, I, in a gang. I did not know that. <laughs> From like, oh, like 2000, 2003, 2004. And this one, uh, he started getting the right uh, in 05. He didn't start writing uh, this in 05, but he started writing uh, his, his animes back in 05. And honestly, some of it's pretty cool because I think this is his second main series, uh, if I'm not mistaken, at least. There could be I a believe you're, more. Yeah, I believe you're right. He's got another, he's got some uh, other stuff he's worked on. He's got the biggest other notable is Shinjuki Swan, mm-hmm. for that matter. So, you know, really, really cool stuff right there. It, it's a lot of, you can kind of see the similar detail in um, artistry, for that matter, in both of them for whatever that is as, uh, you know, extras, I guess you could say. Uh, but, man, so a big part of this is essentially kind of like you were saying, they're a biker gang. Yeah. That's what they yeah. started out on. And not only that, but the leader of the biker gang, 
starts out on a moped pretty much yeah yeah uh, and yeah they're all like dude we gotta get him hooked up like yeah. we can't have one of the baddest dudes in tokyo riding a freaking moped we need to get him hooked and up that's, and that's the reason why he rode a moped because mm-hmm. nobody was gonna tell him shit exactly and i mean that's the thing like you know you go around this gang and it, it's kind of a crazy little thing but i mean you've got menjiro sano you've yeah. got for, Kiryu, for those, yeah for those of you that um, don't know that who, who we're speaking of right now that's uh manjiro sano so yes. it's Manjiro Sano, aka Mikey, little yep. dude, little like, guy, probably five foot six, like a like a like yeah. a, a a Bruce Lee kind of looking dude, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Then you've got Ken Ryuguji, yeah. who is kind of the enforcer, I guess. Which is the which is the typical thug look. Yep, got, you know, got, got a dragon tattoo. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, dude's got a Padawan braid. And real tall, blonde hair, kind of lanky, but badass. Nickname Draken. I mean, yep. yeah. I mean, honestly, from the legendary, you know, right. <laughs> the legendary uh, band Draken. I thought that was kind of a cool little drag in. That was that was kind of cool. As well as you can see some, or you can hear some of the influences. You've got Hinata, which is the main female. Well, not truly all the way through Naruto, mm-hmm. but is Naruto's wife. In, yeah, in Naruto series. Uh, but yeah, big part of it. And then the younger brother is Naoto. And it's a little bit different, but I mean, how they said it, I was like, is that really Hinata and Naruto? Like, yeah, yeah, no way. You know, it, it just close. snaps. It's like playing homage. Yes. And I mean, that's awesome with me. Um, so, kind of what happens during this. You know, you've got uh, Takamichi Hanagaki, who right. is basically your protagonist. He's your main guy. You're, you're the hero, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've also got uh, him 12 years ago. You know, blonde hair, spiked, punk-looking kid. Uh, middle schooler, I think they said, what, like second yeah. year? Second so year, so grade. that would put him in the seventh grade. He finds himself back in time. Um, and how, Let's, for example, let's kind of walk through... Uh, uh, the intro, the intro of episode one, where he's yep. got he's twenty, I believe he's twenty two or twenty four years old, 20, somewhere around there. So it's twelve years, and so he would have been twelve or ten. I think twelve. He would have so. he would have been twelve to thirteen. So that would make him yeah. about twenty two, twenty three. So somewhere around there. You're 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 he's in the present life, which is two thousand twenty. Yep. And I think he works at a video store. He works at a video yep. store. Um shitty apartment upset with himself hates himself dude's a virgin never being kissed um yeah shitty apartment that he's just hating himself for like self-loathing huge huge factor self-loathing is almost like he was working in an fye too if you if you pay attention to the to the setting of the i mean yeah and (laughs) and um so He's going back home. He's at the train station. You know, it's Japan. It's Tokyo. Trains are very common. Um, yep. Finds himself standing in front of the pla- on the platform in front of the train tracks, and all of a sudden, he finds himself on the floor, falling. on the ground, falling right before the train hits him. Which you would believe he was killed right then and there, but mm-hmm. he just snapped back into uh, twenty years in the past. Yep, just like that. 
which that great. scene right there kind of reminded me of the Yu Yu Hakusho. Because in the first episode of Yu Yu Hakusho, there's a kid running around to get his ball, and he doesn't pay attention that a speeding car is coming his way. Mm-hmm. And Yusuke Urameshi jumps out to save this kid, mm-hmm. and he dies. And he gets brought back from the spirit world to be a spirit mm-hmm. detective. So mm-hmm. I, I was just like, dude, this is eerily kind of similar, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very, I mean, and then uh, 12 years in the past, he, immediately he pulls out a flip phone, looks at this, looks at the <laughs> date, and catches on. You know, it's 12 if years you, if exactly. We, right. If we were in that, if that was us, we would think, you know, we died. This is, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the passing world, you know, I'm probably thinking about living through the most, I mean, maybe traumatic time of his life. That's what he really thought at the time. But, as we, have, as we walk through episode one, um, these kids were, uh, him and his friends were d- delinquents. So yeah. in, a, in a way, they would look for fights. Yep. They would look for fights, and usually it was either on slightly younger kids or slightly older kids or their own age. Like, it's one of the three, because they're not going after the high school kids. They're going to get their ass beat is what they're thinking. Yeah. They're not going after necessarily the high eighth grade years. They're going after some eighth grades, but not high eighth grade. Because they're like, dude, they're just going to mop the floor with us, and we can't go out like that. Right. So and him and his group is, yeah, they're trying to look for shit. Yeah, yeah. And as they, the episode proceeds, you know, uh, they end up in Shibuya Middle School to face mm-hmm. Shibuya second years. And surprisingly, they never showed up. It was almost like they've gotten set like they got set up. Like they yeah. got set up, and you just had these, these – uh, fourth years show up which are freshmen yeah freshmen and it, i'm pretty sure you remember episode one they yeah they got pumbled they 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 got torn up hard. they got torn up no chance no no that's way, the beginning of their torment for the first few episodes sworn, like these guys were in their 20s smoking cigarettes that's, you know got weapons on them and all that and if you think uh, about it, do you yeah. remember back being around that age and high school kids looking like adults with tattoos on them? Yep. Now uh, they look like babies. Right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It, it is. Because, I mean, like, I work where I work uh, by some uh, colleges, too. And, I mean, some of these college kids look seriously young. And it's not like we're, like, 50, 60 years old. We're in our early 30s, man. Yeah. So it's just crazy how that transition does actually happen in real life. Really? Yeah. Right. But yeah. And and and, <laughs> and we're it's it's unfolding in this anime that you're watching, and you're like, oh mm-hmm. snap, you know. And that's I, what kind of grabs you, it, and you gravitate towards it. And that's what I was gonna touch touch base to earlier is like anime tends to hit at home with yeah a lot of things, and that's one of them. And that's one of them. You kind of like it, kind of makes you think. You know what, man. They did look like adults growing, you know, growing mm-hmm. up back then. Um, so they get their shit kicked in, and they end up being forced into the Tokyo Manji gang and, as like slaves, basically, pretty right. much fight, fight ring slaves. They, they were in an under, under, underground fight club, which is episode two, if you remember. Yeah. That's when they show the underground fight club, and that's when your important characters get introduced yep. to very important yes um go ahead i mean you've got his crew that comes in he's got you know extra that he's just 
friends with in Shibuya. Uh, you've got the villain that gets introduced. You've got a lot of the different crew that some get replaced, some stay the same. Mm-hmm. And it comes up later throughout the actual series on a few of them here and there, especially that one main villain. Because, you know, he's got to, essentially, he's got to save many of them throughout this entire series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. And, it, and it's only because you you kind of, in a way, you fall into liking with with all of them, even the ones you're not supposed to like. You're like, man. I, Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, and they were introduced as, yes, they were kind of like the, uh, the, the evil ones, the villains, you know, you got Mikey and you got Draken. And then as the episodes, you know, start progressing, start going by, they start um, showing a different side to them. And you're like, oh, wow, you know, they're not, they're not bad guys. They're bad guys, but they're not bad guys. Like they're, they're bad, but bad as in like, they just want to go fight, maybe destroy a little bit of public property, but like they're, they're not bad, but there's worse. Oh yeah, like yeah. like one big mainstay in the Tokyo Manji gang is they're not trying to rape nobody. They ain't trying to kill nobody. Right. Uh, they're, they're not trying to necessarily just you know take over the city and this is my you know kind of thing. Like they're right. trying to just kind of hang out with their friends and sometimes whip some ass. Right. Like that's right. essentially what they're doing. To where some other gangs that come up are trying to kill. Uh, one of them did, you know, do a gang rape to one of the uh, uh, girlfriends of, oh, a, yeah. of a oh, yeah. rival we'll, gang member. We'll, we'll touch. Know? We'll get into detail with that later on uh, in the uh, next episode, maybe. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to talk about um, what kept me watching Tokyo okay. Revengers because yeah. this is this is uh. So, do you remember the moment? This is after the fact that Takamichi already got his ass kicked once, but yep. he needed to make a change. He was done getting his ass kicked. He he was he was done with it. You know, he was done with the same old same old him crying, getting his ass kicked. So that's when he stood up and challenged um, Kiyomaso. Yep, Kiyomaso. The leader, Which, the guy with the scar, and really he was just uh, not necessarily he wasn't a leader because you'll learn later on that there's division leaders and higher. vice captains way higher. So he was a total nobody, yeah, in the in the, in the command chain. But he here he feared. was, he here he was uh, running underground fights. So mm-hmm. you got Takamichi that comes into this episode, calls him out, straight up calls him out in front of yep. everyone. So that way, uh, he's got no choice. He's got no choice but to fight this kid now. And literally, like, there's some of them that are. Just, there's a lot of the guys that are just like, "All right, let's let's watch a killing." Then this yeah. is an execution, yeah. and his friends are just like, "Dude, what are you doing? Like, you're going up against him? Yeah, are you insane? Yeah. You know?" And I mean, nope. and what you think of the outcome, dude? He, it's crazy. He, he beat him with endurance. Like, you can say dude, that. Beats him by getting his ass whooped, but keeping going, and he not yeah. he doesn't quit to the point that like basically this dude's got a baseball bat, and literally it, it's kind finish of because he can't finish him with his bare hands. Yeah, you know, and because he's realizing like, okay, dude's taking a ton of damage, that, and that's Kiyomaso beating yep. on Takamichi, <laughs> beating the hell out of him. And it's just kind of a funny little thing that, like, you don't 
you don't think because okay like you said he comes to that realization i'm done being a bitch i'm done with this stuff like i might as well die like i i, I don't like if i can't have her who i'm trying to save you know yeah i can't be in my future without hating myself literally hating my life hating my apartment hating my job hating my own past having so many regrets this early to mid 20 year old is like screw it it's either do or die time and i'm not wanting to die so it's gotta be do kind and, of thing and don't get me wrong he knew he can't fight i mean he knows yeah he i knows. mean he's he knows he ain't mike tyson he knows that he's yeah. not gonna be wailing the right. shit out of people but there's and and as as like i said as the season one per, you know, moves along, progresses on. As you continue watching, you'll see that there's a lot more fight in him than what you think. And like I said, that moment where he calls out Kiyomasa coming down the staircase, you know, he just calls him out in front of his whole crew. It's almost yep. like a, a, a major hair stand up on your arms Dude. type moment. It really did. Yeah. You're just like, whoa. Not only that, but as he's getting his ass kicked, um, this is where we get the big introductory when you meet Manji Rosano, when you mean when you meet Ken Ryuguji, which is yep. aka Draken. Um, and you think when you first see these two guys, you think it's the other way around. You think it's the president and the vice president, the yep. big guy and the small guy, but no, it's actually backwards. Yeah, backwards. yeah you think like you think like Ken or Kenny. It's yes. just like the top of the top of the top. Draken. But you find out, yeah, uh, Draken. You know, you find out though that like Mikey is the top of the top of the top, mm -hmm. and Mikey could probably work Draken's ass if he really chose to. Oh yeah, and it's oh, yeah, so most crazy. It, it's crazy on that because everything's not fully reversed. But you know, Mikey comes up and pretty much befriends Takabichi. Yeah, and, do you remember what Draken does to Kiyomaso? Uh, yeah. He kicks the shit out of his stomach. Yeah, he... he oh, Makes I think it barf. was like a one-shot. Makes shot him barf, done. yeah. Makes him barf. Makes him kneel. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, because I mean, it, it, it's kind of like one of those things of you're really going to go ahead and when the boss is here, you're trying to impede on his territory. Dude. And, like, and, okay. and keep... And keep you know. in mind, we just got done watching the past two episodes, yep. Kiyomaso being like the big dude. supreme evil. Yeah, and then he just yep. gets bent the fuck over by Draken. <laughs> I mean, great like that. introductory, you know, Ooh. and and um, that's when Manjiro comes up to Takamichi, and it's crazy because he knew right away that this guy was built different. Yep. Because he had the cojones, he had the balls, knowing he's not going to win. He's not going to win the fight. But the fact that he's got, he's got the chops. Yeah, he's got the chops. Right. Stand up stand up some, for something he believes in. Mm -hmm. That's what uh, bought his way in. That's what got him in. That was that that's, meal ticket. That's when you're hooked. After that episode, that's when you're hooked. Because where is this going? You're like, where yeah. is this going? Because it's it, it's got so many different outcomes. Like, are they just going to make him, <clears throat> you know, their own kind of fight fight club slave kind of thing? Or is it really like, is this an earnest decision for him to be a friend? Or, you know, are they going to teach him how to fight? Like, what is it? What is, you know, and exactly, you get hooked 
<clears throat> right oh through. yeah yeah right away um i mean because we're all who doesn't love an underdog story and this For is real. like a huge n- not underdog story underdog anime it's like everything oh, yeah. about it oh, everything yeah. think about it <clears throat> underdog anime it's got yeah. we go back to it's got no power-ups it's got no um Super Saiyan, it's got no uh, summoning jutsus, it's nope. got no uh, turning into Titan action. This thing is just hands, yeah, and good storyline, good character building, and an underdog. And just able, and I mean, they're wrong. Okay, it's not like he's able to go ahead and figure out like how to use the time uh, jumping uh, no. power to go ahead and just jump wherever all. he wants. He gets to jump into one place wherever he is at that moment on that day 12 years ago. And keep in mind, let's explain how his time travel works. It's so strange and specific. It is. is. So I'm going to pretty much kind of, you know, not be too complicated about it. But when he does time travel, the only way he can is by touching Naoto. Yep. For some reason, there's a link with Naoto Tachibana where he touches him physically and he, he jumps back into time the same day on the calendar, but 12 years before. 12 yep. years before. And when that happens, his body in the present time goes into like a, uh, I would say like a standby mode. Airplane Almost, mode. almost like Air- a coma in a way. Almost. Right. So if you noticed... Um, when he came back the first time, yep. Uh, Naoto Tachibana had him hooked up to IVs. Yep. Because he's in Beating like a uh, yeah all. he's on yeah he's pretty much like in um how what did he call it man um it's pretty much his body's on standby while his conscience is in this past with his past body. Yep. Because he remembers everything from his. Uh, uh, present day life, and he remembers everything from that twelve years ago before. Okay. Now the only thing he doesn't remember or knows is when he what changes when he goes back to that what twelve year old, twenty two year old, or twenty four year old life. Right. That edge right there, and then there will be times when stuff happens to where he's like, oh, oh yeah, this is you know, and it'll be just little glimpses, but it's stuff that already has passed. You know, and it's almost it's, like he's got a cheat code when he goes to the past. Yeah, yeah, like a little game shark or something, right? Because <laughs> he's kind of been there, done that. But since he keeps changing the past and going back to the future, when he jumps back to the past, something's when, different. Something. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, the little breadcrumbs, and then yeah. it it kind of does the same thing in the future when he's changed something in the past, like the uh, first time he changed something huge. It was with Naoto, and basically he saved his life in oh, yeah. the future for that matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He explained to him when he was a kid, um, and this is actually this is a part where he finds out that he can time travel through Naoto, yep. is when he explained to him about, you know, 12 years in the future, you're going to die. You're going to get killed. You need to do something. You need to change. Just change yep. the course, and he sure did. Yeah, and I mean, so his sister, or Hinata, is still on the same exact path through this entire series. The For same some exact reason, path. it is, and we'll get there, we'll get there, oh, yeah. but oh, yeah, yeah. but it just, there's one thing that he cannot change, and that's it. 
her destiny. That one thing, yeah. That one thing that he has a hard time, and 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 we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, another huge thing that uh, that you notice is um, the the rivalry with yeah. Valhalla, the rivalry with uh, Mobius. Yep. The uh, yep. it's not just the Tokyo Manji gang. Uh, when there's one gang, there's other gangs. There's oh, yeah. many more gangs. Because the inspiration floods and oh, either, yeah. you know, it, it dissipates off. I mean, you know, you, you've got real life gangs for that matter, you know, or mafias or, you know, all kinds of different stuff like that. And, you know, whether they are sects from that certain one gang or whether they are just a rival that headbutted with that leader one day and was like, you know what? Screw it. Me, I'm getting some of my friends or some of the best fighters at my place. We're coming back and we're doing this thing, you know, kind of thing. Like it, yeah, it, it, it happens. What do you um, think of the hype music soundtrack soundtrack that they use, like in those scenes where those those heightened scenes where, like, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm getting goosebumps and that. Yep. What do you think about the the pretty dope music that they got going on in there? I don't think just that it's good music. I think it's good timing and good oh, scenery. Perfect. Because those three things right there, man, just seal the deal. It's like the oh, yep. And then the, you know oh. that stance, and it has the extra behind the stance and all that oh, stuff yeah. to where he's looking up at you know whether it's, it's Mikey uh, giving a talk. Yep, or whether you know it's at the first official Manji gang uh, meet meeting that he goes to and he's not even a part of this yet no, you know no. he's just a little lackey friend that's just chilling with the leader you know that just happened and that happened to you know fall in with ru- him. yeah he rubbed <laughs> off very well on him he he mm-hmm. he likes him and as episode three of which i believe it's episode three where he goes to his school yeah in the middle yep. of class with yep. Jockin. Goes to Takamichi, and his name is Takamichi. Yep. But yep. he nicknamed him Takamichi, which I thought was the funniest shit ever. I was just was like, okay. It's pretty yeah. catchy. Yeah, honestly, it really is. Takamichi. And I mean, it, it. I think it kind of leans a little bit more of the English way of saying it, for that matter. But at the same time, it's kind of just off enough. It is. It doesn't make fun of, but doesn't necessarily like empower either. No, it's like I'm and not it catches and it and it catches uh it catches him off guard. He's like Takamichi. Mm-hmm. Like hold but, on. <laughs> but going back to that <laughs> that that school episode, I thought that was another like. There's just so many of these moments where you get goosebumps in, in your arms. I feel I do. Oh yeah, I do when I oh, when yeah. I watch this. Um. Where he pulls him out of out of his uh his his class and everybody notices who's Takamichi with with Mikey like what's going on here? It's the oh, leader of the Tokyo like, Manji gang and that's Draken. Like you are know? these dudes about to kill him or something? Yeah, like, yeah. What's you just going, don't you know? know. And and uh, that episode something big happens. Uh, you have Hinata that comes along. And she thinks, from her point of view, mm-hmm. it's like this guy's getting forced into doing delinquent shit. But really, it wasn't like that because Takamichi wanted to go along. At the, at the end of the day, he wants to go along with it. He yep. not to not knowing um, everything that's going on, walks up. 
bitch slaps Mikey uh-huh. in front of Jockin. Bad. Yeah. You weren't expecting and that. Not that... expecting that at all. Oh. That right there, knowing how built up these guys are, like, whoa. You know, it's just like, okay, they're about to kill her. Oh, my God. Oh, it's done. Like, the, the, you kind of thought right there. I was like, oh, shit. Takamichi's going to start crying, and next episodes are going to be about him getting his ass kicked all over again. <laughs> that's, that's what you think. Like, oh, this shit's yeah. ruined. Shit's oh, yeah. ruined. No. Um, Draken, uh, obviously, Draken has a very, very um, bad reaction to this. Yeah. Very bad to the point where he grasps Hinata. Yep. And is about to do something. But then you get Takamichi. Just here he comes again, you know? Doesn't give a fuck. That do or die attitude again. Like, like, you know, the two words you say before you do something, you don't know what's going to happen. Fuck it. He grabs Draken and threatens him to get his hands off of Hinata. Like in a yep. threatened demeanor. I think I think he said he would beat the shit out of him in a way. Right, I think so in a way, yeah. I mean, yeah. He didn't say you know, that, he said, "Hey, he, you know, but get oh, your man. hands off of her, right?" Yeah, and and right, I mean, right there, he he's earning respect as as it goes. Yes, because mm-hmm. of these things that he's doing that nobody else has the fucking balls to do. Well, I mean, really, the gumption to do because literally, like everybody's so afraid because they know how these guys are. That you got tough like, guys afraid of tougher guys. Is what oh, yeah. Is. Oh, yeah. You know, and everybody's just, uh, like, super terrified of that overhead kick from uh, Oh, my God. You know, from Mikey. The, okay, missile kits. Missile yep. kicks. It's, <laughs> it's like, uh, this shit is I, wicked, man. It is. That's one of the, like, powers, I guess, you know, because he's comes up and just levels. But then again, anybody that's got a cr- – because, you know – not everybody can throw a perfect punch and a perfect no, kick. No. You know, when people fight, if most of the times you're not putting your whole strength and power into it, you know, this yep. guy looks like he's done some shit with them legs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for big sure. Time. And that's, <laughs> like I said, and that's um, Mikey Manjiro Sano, the leader of the Tokyo Manji gang. That's who that is. Yep. Terrible, terrible kicks. You don't want to be kicked by him. No, because usually it's a one-shot kill. No, you're well, done. not kill, but knocked you're, out. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, if he hits any harder, he might be dead too, man. I don't, know how, them, I don't know how them heads attach to the shoulders still after that. But, <laughs> man, that episode, you have another moment. Yep. You know, another big moment where he stands up again. But not only is he standing up to Kiyomasa, like I said, he's standing up to the Prez and the Vice Prez. Mm-hmm. And again, in front of people. Yep. You know, in front of people. You know, they're even taken aback themselves because they're just like, he knows we could probably just kill him. He knows this. Right. But she's important to him enough to risk his entire being. Because if we whoop his ass, nobody's saying nothing. They're like, oh, yep, that's what we thought would happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But... He stood up. He was like, nah, this ain't going to happen. This is not what you do. You don't put your hands on the girl. Nah. She's not understanding of this situation. Back off. We can talk. You know what I mean? Like he, He's like, look, man, this isn't happening for shit. And yeah, so literally that happens. And they're just like, 
okay, you know, kind of thing, like, cool, you know, and, uh, you know, Mikey messes with them by, like, I don't know, he, he just messes with them, and I mean, this happens all the time. Oh, yeah. But he yeah. messes with them, you know, like, kind of like, I'm going to kill you, you're really ready to die for her, and he's just like, yeah. just kidding, you know. He's like, okay, just kidding. You know, it's like, what the f- <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah. And so much of this is hilarious and just it's got oh. the right amount of comedy. Oh yeah, I was about to say you it's got a lot of it to be honest. Like it does. Like Drakken's background, he lives in a brothel. <laughs> and he, no, he was not raised even lives. By, um he was yeah, he was raised by uh how would you say massage therapists who are not massaging? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, he, by brothel ladies, for that yeah, matter. And yeah. I mean, they, they're not. He doesn't necessarily know, or does he say he knows his mom? No, he doesn't. Okay, remember? I, I, was uh, she, say, I didn't. Yeah, she, she left did. him. She left him behind. And he's lived behind. in this brothel since he was like five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think at the time he's like what fourteen. He got that face tattoo in fifth grade. Yeah. In fifth grade. And this tattoo artist is like, all right, are you sure you want a tattoo? And he's like, on your face? Yeah. (laughs) That's when you know he's cut from a different cloth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not a cheesecloth at all, man. No, he's nuts. And that's just another guy that we can talk about for like a while as well. Jockin. (laughs) Jockin. You know, when it comes to the characters, man, Draken, Mikey, Takamichi, man, they're all awesome. They're all great. All three of Um, them, and they they have different things. Like, Mikey and and Draken kind of are the same. But they're not. You know, but they definitely are different. And as the series progresses, you realize just how different they are. Mm -hmm, You know, um... Because the one episode I really, really thought was just at first confusing, but at the end of it, hilarious, was when Takamichi comes back to the past and there's a female that's just laying on top of him. Mm -hmm. One female just on top Mm -hmm. of him. And you're like, who the Mm fuck? What? Why are you Mm -hmm. in here with Mm -hmm. her? Kanata's your girl. And that's Emma. For those of you that don't know, that's Emma. And for those of you that don't know... That's actually uh, Mikey's sister. Not only that, but Draken's girl. girl. Yeah. And it's like, what? Because you don't find out that she's and, Mikey's no, sister. No, you don't. You like, don't. You don't find uh, towards the end, almost towards episode the end. twenty-two. Or yeah, 20 which is or something like which that. is a few episodes away from the last episode. Because you know they're going on this little date, and everybody's like, "Oh my god." Not again. We just got them to stop fighting each other. Mikey now dropping and Mikey are going to kill each yeah, other. because Mikey's out with Emma. And, you know, you're thinking, oh, God, they just got this. You know, that, was one, that was one of the funniest episodes there. Yeah, easily. That was one of the funniest episodes there. You know, and, like, they're talking, him and him, Hinata and all that are talking, and Hinata's like, I feel so bad for Draken, and Drock not knowing that just a few feet behind them, Draken is right there. And yeah. Jockin's like, feel bad. Why you feel you feel yeah. bad for me? Like why? And she's like, uh, uh, uh. And you know, Takamichi explains that like, well, he's on a date with, with Emma, Emma and cheating on you with Mikey. 
uh, you know, kind of thing. And it's such a hard time. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's her birthday. And they're like, how does this make that better? This makes right. that exponentially right. worse. And not only she that, but they were private about it. Yeah, that too, you know. And they're like, how the hell does this make it better? And he's like, because it's her brother. They're like, you literally find out like way later. <laughs> and that's like, episode, you're right. That's about episode 20 around that. I was about to say somewhere yeah. in that, that yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's just the evolving nature of this because once they change something in the past, changes in the future, but also changes in the past, weird conundrum with that. But not only that, <clears throat> you've got him kind of not. Not not caring for that matter, but caring enough to go to that point, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As well as, like, you've got all the other characters that change subtly throughout the entire oh, yeah. series. Oh, and, yeah. And if you notice, he ends up, the burden of wanting to save almost everyone. He yep. literally, he says it himself, he's going to save everyone. Because, you know... Um, Let's fast forward a few episodes uh, where he finds out that Draken might die or is supposed to die. Yep, he dies actually. He 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 dies. He, he dies, dies in the. In uh, I believe it was the Halloween, the Halloween yes. and the Shibuya uh, train station. I believe it was the Shibuya, somewhere in Shibuya. Yeah, the Shibuya district is where they got down with. Uh, I want to say it was Valhalla. 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 Because that's when we get to meet Hanma. Yeah. The guy yeah. that's got the tattoos on his fists. Yep. And that's a whole nother. Man. Uh, There's just so many guys that go go over, man. This is another so, huge so... fighter. Yeah. You know? And I mean, like, he's supposed to be like Hanma. on par with at least Draken and, for that matter. And he's not even the president. No. <laughs> no. No. No, he's, so we he's find a out leader, that, but right, yeah. we find out he's a leader, but we find out that that's the fight, that's the night where Draken dies. Yep, yep. So not only you have Takamichi going back in time to save Hinata, he's going back in time to save Draken. Yep, because at first it's uh, Hinata and Naruto, Naruto, and Naruto, and he saves Naruto and all that, but he's still trying to figure out how to save Hinata. And then, yeah, you know, he goes back and comes forward, goes back and comes back. And then all of a sudden, you know, now you've got to save Draken because all this happens. And this was kind of, you know, Draken was the moral compass, essentially. He, to yeah, Mike, he was. You know? He was. Even though dude's a Big, punk, huge moral punk, moral compass. Dude's a punk. He's a delinquent. He's a fighter. But he has a line that he draws, and he does not go past that line. You know, and if you do... Well, Mikey, if Mikey does, Draken's able to put him in his place and kind of bring him back down to the earth and be like, yo, man, we don't do this because... Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy how the ones that go through the shittiest lives uh, are kind of the... Like, drawing the line. Morally decent. Morally, like, hey, nah, we don't do that. Because you know? the, the girl that got raped is in the hospital, and they come up to basically pay their respects to her. Right, right. 
but her parents end up coming to uh, Draken and Mike. I remember this. This was a strong episode right there. Oh, dude, this was you a kinda, strong moment. This is where we might split your feelings, too, because you're like, well, yeah. man, he's, fuck them. Those guys are talking, the parents are talking too much shit. Man, uh-huh. you know, they're too hard, like, chill. You know, you kind of think that way. But then at the same time, you kind of realize, man, their daughter got fucked like, up. brutally yeah. messed up. Yeah, brutally. Like, fucking gang banged and all. Yeah, and I mean, like... And you're kind of like, you yeah. put yourself in their shoes, and you're like, oh, fuck, well, he's... Yeah, he's got a point. And, he's you know, point. so during that whole whole part, you know, he's talking a bunch of logic, a bunch of shit. Yeah. At the same time, like, you know, y'all are just punks, y'all are delinquents, y'all basically helped her get here. Draken you know, understands. So Draken goes ahead, and at the end of it, bows, you know, and bows. in their culture, it's a respectful way. It's kind of saying, I'm sorry, but in the deeper meaning. Yeah, yeah. And... Mikey's like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. You know, like, why should we bow to you? You're talking yeah. shit to us. We didn't yeah. do this. Yeah. And in a way he basically grabs him and forces him down. Not now. This is not the time, Mikey. Yeah, he's like, look, man, this is this is the time to pay homage, pay respects, because we're Just not paying respects take to an him. Earful. Yeah. Paying respects to her. You know, like she's in that bed, dude. We're 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 gonna get somebody. But it's not this old man. He's not the one who needs to be gotten. It's those idiots out there who did this. You know, so he's like, look, man, shut up, take this, and let's go. You know, kind of thing. Because the, lo- the quicker he gets his mind out, the quicker we get the bounce. We've paid our respects and go whoop some ass or go plan it. Yeah. Let's go. That's where that moral compass was drawn. Yep. Where he and- drew the line. And that's when we meet Mobius. Yes. That's when we meet Osanai. And that's got, when oh you meet God. Paul and Pe. Yep. You and know? I mean, like some of these characters, you're like, who the fuck are these guys? You know, because They're, they don't introduce until later no, on, later on, halfway through first, the series. Second division captains, vice vice captains to their divisions mm-hmm. with 20 guys under them. So the Tokyo Manji gang has pretty much five divisions. One, yep. one through five. Each division has 20 guys under them or more, and each division has its captain and its yep. vice captain. Mm-hmm. So Paul I mean, being uh, the captain and Pe being his vice captain, I believe was division three or two. I want to say three. Three. Because three. Uh, Benji is one. Baji. Um, Baji is one. And that's a pretty that's a pretty oh, brutal episode. That that, entire... that guy is crazy. Baji's crazy, which we'll talk about him way later. You know, um, Baji's crazy. Paul is kind of crazier in a way. But do you remember the, the episode when he fought Osanai? Paul, Dude. he got yeah, <laughs> and nobody was to step in at all. Nobody no, was to interfere. This they was a one on one. They understood that uh, that respect level of this is his fight. This is that was his girl, you know, or this that's his girl. This is his fight. He's gonna handle it. He's got this. Don't do it. Let him get his, you know, because they're all like they're wanting him to get that respect. They're wanting him to go ahead and get uh, that uh, that payback, that revenge. You know, and God, dude, that stuff is just. Paul got his shit kicked in. He did. Do you remember? He did. 
He did. Remember, he passed out standing up. Yep. <laughs> passed out standing up. There was no enough. giving up. There was no interference, but he passed out standing up. And that that's kind of one of those things to where it's 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 a crazy little, you know, extra that they give into that. Uh that whole mentality of the do, do or die, die kind of do thing. Or die. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, and it just and you kind of figure out in later on why uh Mikey's cool with Takamichi because he's got that that he looks for in his in his big guys that the guys you know may not be Draken but the guys that are directly underneath him and Draken that's what he looks for because those guys are the ones that's going to have his back through any and everything they believe what they stand up for and it is what it is they're going to they're going to die or they're going to come out like better for it one of the two that Toman, yeah. the Toman lifestyle. Yep. Toman. Yep. <laughs> it, crazy on that kind of stuff. But I mean, so what kind of, what part did you essentially get in with this anime to where it like gra- grabbed you and like you were just like, okay, dude, I, I can't let go of this. I need to so, see what goes on. It was the big moment where Takamichi calls out Kiyomaso. You had that one, and pretty much after that, to me, every episode ended with like, "I've got to know what happens." In the next episode. <laughs> that that hook. every yeah. episode. There's no fillers. Keep in mind, there's no fillers. No, that's another not big a, thing. That's another a, big thing. Not a single filler. Everything is haymakers. Lot driven. They're all, they're all bangers. One through twenty-eight or twenty-seven, I believe is yeah. the last one. I think 27, um, yeah. 27, right. 27. But, um, man, there's uh, so much to talk about, man. And I think we've uh, we've covered at least the first, but the first, first quarter. Half of it. The first, no, nah, probably the first quarter, man. I don't think we've gotten a half yet. We, um, there's still a lot that happens after the first uh, Mobius fight, and they take over Mobius, oh, yeah. too. They take oh, over. Yeah. And, the, okay, so. The way though, do you remember how it ended the the fight with Paul? Yes. How um, got stabbed in the back. Paul stabbed him and stabbed Osanai in the back while he wasn't looking, because yep. it was Osanai versus Mikey. And guess what happened? He knocked him out with the with the head kick. He yep. took over Mobius. He knocked out their leader in front of all of them and took over Mobius right then and there. And in that instance, while Osanai was getting up delirious. Paul was back to his senses. Recently fresh. He got his ass kicked mm-hmm. like a few minutes ago. So what does he do? He's not satisfied. He nope. goes after his switchblade and just shanks him on the side, man. Yep. And Everybody's I mean, shocked. Not, not something that everybody's used to seeing. Yeah, because they're used to knowing Paul is kind of that headstrong dude but not gonna go past that line and when no. he does they're just like okay damn and he actually takes the fall he 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 he, yep. he stays behind to take that fall and that's when you start the your first kind of like introduction pretty much of the rest of the gang yeah of yep. the rest of the tomong gang not only that but then you you have your friction between uh Mikey the, and uh, Draken for the first time. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh shit, what 
like, great. This whole thing's about to break apart. Yeah, like, once Takamichi's in there and he's good, he's all in there. He's part of Toman. Finally. Right. (laughs) And then you got these two guys. You're like, oh, shit. What's going to happen now? Because you think these are, like, you know, these guys aren't ever going to go ahead and, like, fight against each other. Like, Vice and Prez, like, it's simple as that. Like, they're not going against each other. And all of a sudden, that one thing, because and the reason they go against each other for a bit, a minute, is because Mikey thought it was wrong to let him just sit back and take that fall, even though he did it. But he thought it was wrong to where Dawkins like, no, he did it. You respect so he should, you know, exactly. He should respect the decision he made to stay back and kind of take the fall. He is like on top of that, like he got everybody else out of there. Yeah, like, yeah well, I was just going to bring, you know, there. you know how it is, you know, somebody from a gang does something bad and yep. you don't catch them. It's going to bring heat on everyone. On the whole, yeah, on everybody. It's going yep. to bring heat on everyone. And that's both, uh, both sides of that. Not even just one or the other, but both sides of that for that <laughs> matter. You know, because they're going to be like, well, why are they into it with them? Why did he go to this length to go ahead and give that? what the hell happened you know kind of thing yeah. um so i mean right here uh in this i found a uh, tokyo manji gang kind of uh breakdown so it's got uh mikey as leader uh then it's got draken of course as vice lead then division captains so keep in mind if i'm not mistaken there are six divisions so baji is the first division leader uh, second division leader is uh, Takashi Mitsuya. Yeah, Mitsuya. Uh, yep. Third division is uh, Haruki Hayashida. Uh, fourth division is Nahoya Kawata. Fifth division is Yashuri Yashiro uh, Muto. And then sixth division is Shuji Hanma. Hanma, which <clears throat> that is something. That happens after way later. It, way it, later. Yeah. This is the halfway point, pretty much. So yep. Hanma, remember Hanma's the one that's in Valhalla. Yep. And the night that Draken is supposed to die. And he gets saved by Takamichi and his his band of delinquents, his little homies. If you remember, they yeah. showed up. They showed up when they when they when they needed them most. They showed up. They showed up and helped. They got their ass kicked. They showed up and got their ass kicked, but bought enough time to actually be there with him and kind of like uh, detour them on. Uh, yeah, well, they were actually trying to straight up kill Draken, actually. Yeah. If you remember, they stood in their way. Valhalla was trying to take out Draken. And, you know, so I wanted to. So we get introduced to Valhalla in kind of a brutal way. Because, you know, Mikey gets, or Tak- uh, Takamichi gets checked out of school again in a very mm-hmm. strange way, mm-hmm. you know, and he's basically like, okay, let's go to this other rival gang. And he's like, okay, I guess. And he's wondering why, like, what's going to happen? Am I going to get killed during this whole thing? I know this guy can whip my ass, so I might as well go with him because, yeah. Oh, and, that, he gets checked out by Valhalla. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, what's going on here? That's he when you led. meet Kazuturo, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, That's Kazuturo. another huge name. 
man. Uh, and I mean, it even becomes deeper uh, of a name later on. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, too dark. Uh, remember, very it dark. involves Mikey's brother. Yeah, very dark. I mean, you know, and the outcome was out, very dark. The the yeah. the circumstance behind how everything unfolded, the 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 odds that it was his, you know, what unfolded, you know, it's just all crazy, which we'll probably have to get into the next um you know, airing that we do on this because there's no way yeah. we're going to finish this today. <laughs> no. Um, way. Hey, you know, uh, so literally he gets checked out and he gets dragged to the gang's uh, hideout or one of them, at least, you know, and uh, so he goes with him and keep in mind, this is Takamichi being um, asked to accompany Valhalla to their hideout. And it's not even on dragging him, but he's just like, I know this dude can beat me. So in a way, it's another one of his positions that were fuck it. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he goes and he gets into this like kind of another fight club kind of thing. You know, there's some big fight going down, and he goes up into the uh, area where the fight's happening, and he kind of gets front row seats to it. And Baji is just beating the ever living hell. Yeah, Chief Yu, uh, beating the ever living homie. Hell. And well, not only was captain. Exactly. He was Division One's vice captain. And like one kid that Baji was just like, this is my guy. Like, you know, enough to go ahead and get in that vice captain role. So, you know, if he's um if he's actually going about like putting his neck out there for him to Mikey and Draken, something was was like this kid meant something to him. Like, Baji didn't just be like, oh, okay, this guy. You know, Chifu meant something to him. Mm-hmm. And for him to be beating the holy hell out of him, they're doing a lot. I, all this was him showing that his defection, his defection, he defected from Toman. Remember? He switched yep. sides. And that's the whole reason why that took place is because he was switching sides and he was showing how determined he was to be in Valhalla. Yep. Um, simply just because, like, he knew, like, he had to do kind of a a big, serious uh Right. This, this is because this is no. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll join you guys because I mean, come on, double agent. What are the odds? Yep. You know, show me that you're down to leave them. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Show me how how strongly you are about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, because I'm not gonna go ahead and take in one of you Tokyo Manji gang. He's like, it, it's it's uh it's all good for that. You know, I'm 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 cool. Um, but I mean, there's a ton of stuff that goes on. So, okay. With that, you know, what would you say are like your, your favorite characters in this entire aspect of this or in the entire series? Um, man. Cause I mean, there's a lot of them. There are, um, that's a good, that's a good way to end, to end the, the broadcast. My, my favorite, Favorite well, I was wanting to do two two different things. Favorite character is the first one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I would, man, I would have to say uh, for sure it's, I'm going to just say Takamichi. I've always been, you know, he's he's going to be one and two and three, it's going to be, man, it's going to be Draken and it's going to be Mikey. I don't, I don't know. It's in that order. Oh, no. Oh, it, yeah. it, can be switched, it can be switched up. And then after that, I really, really, um, actually, I really liked uh, Baji a lot too, man. He had was hands. a badass. Baji was a badass. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick three, at least, I'm going Takamichi, number one. Um, I mean, he's the main character. You get yeah. drawn into him. It's like yeah. not liking Goku for Dragon Ball. You, 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 you know? I hated him in the beginning and then I liked him. You know, <laughs> he was a little annoying in the beginning with yeah. that whole crying thing, but you get used to it and it's kind of like, okay. Um, number two. I'm going to probably take and go with uh, Chifu. Chifuyu. Chifuyu, yeah. He showed a ton of uh, resilience as well as commitment, you know, whether to friends, whether to the gang, whether to, you know, call it what you want, say what you want about the guy, but you can't question his loyalty to his friends nor to his gang. Yeah, because, I mean, dude was all over it. He was willing to basically get beat down and pretty much die for it literally he could have joined uh valhalla right then and there afterwards but oh yeah didn't. and he, he was just it. like nah these are i'm 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 with my Toma. guys Toma you know? yeah and then honestly my third is going to be kind of a harder one just because like you've got you've got There's you a know, lot man we, we'll is. get to the other guys there later. is um you know but I would probably have to say Draken. Honestly, yeah. Draken to me is a very well drawn and very well felt character for that matter. Because you you've got the rough side of him that is shown to almost everybody, and then you've got the softer side of him that's shown to a handful, if not less, for that matter. Uh, you know, and I mean, we haven't even ne- necessarily talked about you know Takamichi's gang. For that matter, his gang of friends. We haven't even talked about them. No, no. You know. Um, so okay. What would say, okay, this is kind of an impromptu thing. We always do. I don't I don't know how long or if you've watched a ton of other episodes. We always do a top five kind of deal, you know? So what would be your top five episodes from Tokyo Revengers? I think we're gonna save that for the next episode. Yeah, because oh, yeah. Then, because we have to include the 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 to, in order to have my top five. There's some episodes we towards the to end. It. Yeah, we we have to include. I can't include them in my top five, but we haven't touched based on them. So okay, yeah. we'll finish out the top five with characters. Then how about two more characters from myself and from you? Man, so the other two I would have to choose. Um, Man, there is a few more that, that, that are there. Um, Kazutoro. Yeah. And there's a reason why. There's a reason why. Oh, yeah. And I can't say it because that's a, it's a big spoiler. Not just it's yet, a, but he, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge spoiler. But Kazutoro. Kazutoro and um, Akun. Oh, which yeah. Which is a redhead. Man, yeah, and see, that's another one I'm going to have to go with is Akun as my number four, and my number five is Hinata. 
And number four, I mean, I know you know the reasons for that. Number four is a very complex character. And at first, he's just kind of a, a side slash background character that doesn't really get much on his name. Uh, but in the later, you realize he's a huge player in this or a huge factor not player but a huge factor in this this entire oh, series we haven't you know even I mean? mentioned them yeah i know you're talking about Tessa like, Kisaki? yeah um but number five i'm gonna say hinata for that matter hinata. you know uh but yeah kitsuki is oh kisaki Tessa kisaki yeah oh yeah. man that's oh my god so there's that's the only We'll have to touch base on that, man. Oh, yeah. Later. But uh, Hinata is, you know, she kind of embodies that do or die as well because, you know, even not really knowing Draken or Mikey. Yeah, it does. Not really knowing uh, Draken or Mikey, she goes straight up to him and slaps the hell out of Mikey and is just like, you need to let him go. I don't know what you're doing to him, but you need to let him go. He's not in all this. Are you the ones going ahead and making him fight to where he's coming home or coming uh, over with bruises and stuff? Like, what's wrong with y'all? You know, so I mean, yeah. she's standing, and she tells Takamichi straight up, like, "You're kind, you're kind of the, you're kind of the girl in the relationship, bro. I'm sticking up for you. Yeah, like, uh, I understand, like, you want to be a badass, but you're not. I am. Uh-huh. I'm sticking up for you. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, that's a good top five to round it off with. So, I mean, that would be my top five right there, man. Uh, Oh yeah, a lot of different things, a lot of different character complexities in all of these, and I love how they, you know, introductions are introductions. They build up to that, like you said, number three, number four, and then from then on, it's kind of just going. And it's like once he got that green light for a few more episodes, he was just like, "Hell yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and complex everything on this story." Um, but. It, it's it's crazy. It's a good good anime. If you haven't seen it, I wish you would just go and check it out. Give yourself you that satisfaction. To. You just you just have to, for sure. And give it give to. it five. Even episodes. if you're not in, even if you're not into this type of stuff, it's it doesn't have that. Like I said, big power yeah. of sci fi type overpowered stuff. Yeah, I mean you know. It's so good. so so next Thursday, you guys are gonna finish this off September the eighth. Tokyo Revengers Part 2. You guys will finish off the series. Um, the Thursday after that, you guys will get into, uh, or will get into Akira September the 15th. And then September the 22nd, we're going to go and check out Dragon Ball Super. Uh, right, that's that's Ed's pick. Yeah, yeah. the superhero movie. Um, New oh, yeah. Yeah. But Dude. as far as uh, we'll, we'll leave star rating for you guys to decide next week. You guys will give a a, a star rating on this on this series. Um, Monday for those of you that are that follow us every single week. Monday is episode two hundred nine. It's the four year anniversary of this podcast of this show. Um, we will have a special dope. top five. Uh, I was going to have a director dope. from uh, Australia join us, but he's going to join us on September the twelfth. So that's going to be September the 12th. Um, but yeah, you guys, uh, you guys killed it. Uh, this first episode uh, of this bonus series, Tokyo Revengers, is in the books. Um, join us Monday for Philadelphia, September the 5th, uh, 6 p.m. Monday for episode 209. Uh, Ernie, Edward, do you guys have anything you want to shout out before we get out of here? Tell them on, baby. 
<laughs> man uh go watch this i mean honestly it's one of the better ones go watch it so you can keep up with us on the next episode it's shock uh, and awe just watch oh, just be oh, shock and awe oh yeah complete shock and awe as well as just complexity and story for that matter so yeah uh basically the last thing i've got is this is ed saying i'll see you on the silver screen don't forget ernie again thank you for joining us yes, and sir. thanks for uh becoming an extended part of this family we'll definitely talk to you next week uh what does cactus jack say bang bang (laughs) there you go all right guys Uh. we'll talk to you next week and monday on a new episode of the cinnamon movie podcast bang bang